Hey, real quick, a quick word of thanks to today's sponsor, Vertex Innovations, before we get started. For over 17 years, Vertex has been building the nation's wireless and broadband networks. Providing project management, network engineering, and construction oversight are just some of the ways Vertex helps their clients. So if you're looking for more of a partner to help you with your wireless network designs, construction, implementation, or operations, reach out to Vertex. You can find them at vertex-us.com. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-U-S.com. Welcome to the 5G Guys Podcast, the premier resource for industry insiders and newcomers alike to explore anything and everything wireless telecommunication. We discuss, explain, and explore all things wireless technology. So let's dive right in. Welcome your host, Dan McVaugh and Wayne Smith. Welcome back for another episode of the 5G Guys. I'm Wayne Smith, and I'm joined by my co-host, Dan McVaugh. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us again. Welcome back. And a few episodes ago, Wayne and I talked about how 5G deployments have been going this year. And towards the end of the episode, Wayne, you brought up a, a good point, which uh, would have uh, at least doubled the length of that podcast, which is, you know, we haven't even talked about inflation and what the impact that has, has had on 5G and just the industry as a whole. So this week's episode, Wayne and I thought it'd be good to dive into uh the topic of inflation and specifically how we've seen inflation impact us and impact wireless and, and wireless telecom in the U.S. So that's the that's the episode today. So what do you think, Wayne? Let's kick it off. Let's just start with, with you and Vertex. So as, as many of you guys know, Vertex is the sponsor of the podcast. Vertex happens to be Wayne's company and you know, Wayne's really close to to the to where the rubber meets the road on on building networks uh, with the work that you guys do. So tell the audience a little bit more about Vertex so they can learn about you guys and That'll give some context to speak to your your experience on how inflation has been impacting you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, Vertex Innovation, we founded it in 2003. Uh, so we've been around, we're coming up on our 20th year in business and building network infrastructure, specifically wireless. Vertex is, you know, our main core business, professional services. We manage both project and construction manage network infrastructure projects across the USA. We have employees in 23 states, which really gives us a good view of how inflation, you know, affects different states in different ways and what we've seen there. We also, uh, we've been around, we got started. One of the things that we do is we offer services called construction oversight services. And what is that? That is, in in our world, we manage the build out of either live or greenfield data center projects. What do we mean by that? We just facilitate the project to get it built, whether it's a renovation project on a live network or it's brand new greenfield projects. But yeah, so we have a lot of insight. We have people who travel the country on a regular basis, monthly, weekly. Uh, They stay in, you know, in leased corporate apartments across the, the country. We also have people who work from home. So a good demographic to really attack inflation we manage about four to 6,000 network projects a year. We definitely increase. We have a small workforce. But uh, what do I mean by that is we manage general contractors, specialty contractors in the telecommunications wireless space that build infrastructure. So those, those are the guys who, who get it done. You know, they're the ones who build it. And our role is to manage them and meet the client's expectations. And our clients are wireless carriers or, or enterprises who want to build their own network. 
Yeah, you guys are definitely right, right close to it. So I think you have a great perspective on on what the impacts have been. So maybe tell me, when did you guys start to see and feel the impacts of inflation maybe first, and then talk a little bit about, I don't know, we'll start with, say, labor, how you've seen it impacting labor. Yeah, and so, yeah, labor's a great one. How, where do we see inflation first? So I started seeing it, you know, in mid-21. Right. And I started going, oh, wow, there's a lot of there's a, there was a lot of cash pumped into the system, as we know, by the stimulus programs for the pandemic and then other infrastructure programs supported by the federal government. So we started really starting to see. And since we travel a lot, you can really see impacts to air travel and, it you know, it hits our expenses. Uh, for the non-project related expense, you know, but when we're doing sales or having uh, one of the things that we do every month is we fly all of our managers in from across the com- the country and we do a monthly business review. Interesting enough, well, you know, we do that every month. We're starting to see expenses rise just in travel expenses. The rental car industry was a good indication of inflation in the pandemic, you know, trying to recover from it. Um, travel costs in general. I think one of the things that we noticed in our travel back in, we'll we'll just use June, I think on the financial meeting in our MBR, our travel-related expenses was up 27% year over year. And, you know, that's pretty significant for a small firm traveling regularly. And then, you know, what we started to see in 2022 was the employee factor of the world. But the pandemic, what happened was we had the, we started the great resignation, right? We haven't talked about that in the wireless industry, but it's affected every industry. And I think today, some of the numbers I read, like 60 million Americans changed jobs. And then what we started seeing after that is labor increases, requests for, for additional dollars to keep your people. And o- overall, you know, we have as a firm in our industry, have definitely seen wage increase where it was 7% what may have been a great you know year for an increase for an individual. That has now jumped to, in some cases, 15, 17, 25% increases in salary. Wow. Um, and I, I think, you know, from our conversations with the general contractors who build the network, They've definitely seen the labor increases. To keep a project manager, it used to be somewhere around 110 grand a year in our industry. Now it's like 140 to 150 k, and those start to eat at margins. So inflation definitely has impacted the labor force. And if you ask yourself a simple question, why is the employees and the folks building the network, all of their other costs are starting to go up? And that would be food cost, gas cost, clothing cost, just all the consumables, you know, the prices are starting to rise. So, of course, labor is in there. I, I do think that, you know, across the board, we're, we've probably seen increases or given raises pretty much almost 100% of all employees over the last two years. And especially in this last 2022, labor has really went up. And the cost to do work, you know, is going up. Hmm. And so how does that cost get, you know, passed down? It's, it's, it, that's a tough one. And I think I'll, I'll take a pause and answer another question around, you know, because it's challenging. I see it every day in my job at Vertex. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's definitely um you know, right in your face on a regular basis for sure, running your business. Um what about on your carriers, you know, on, on your customer side, the carriers that you do work for, what have you seen impacts to them or heard from them as it relates to inflation? So yeah, that's a great question. I think we should, you know, one step back in in the wireless industry, I you know, me and you, I think we've started in eighty nine, but really got started in the mid nineties, mm-hmm. right? And so we've really not ever had an high unprecedented, you know, unprecedented inflation rate in the wireless industry since we've been, me and you've been at it. You know, we've had some different supply chain issues over the years, but nothing across the whole macro economy that affected this capital build out. Why I bring that out up is the major carriers, you know, Verizon, AT&T for two, you know, spend anywhere from 10 to $15 billion a year. Mm-hmm. And for network infrastructure capital projects, and um, the carriers are affected in a lot of different ways. So, for instance, we've had pricing in some of the services that we've done. This, this held for almost five to seven years. Not a lot of changing in the services. We've had to go back, and they're telling me the same thing. You know, uh, hey Wayne, we understand, but we're also dealing with inflationary rates. One of the hard things about the carrier is we're over the last, I would say, and you can help me on this, over the last 15 years, pricing has actually came down from a peak. Mm-hmm. So prices, you know, are maybe 20% less than they were back in the heyday of the wireless industry to where mm-hmm. they are now because the industry is now considered an economy or another utility. Mm-hmm. Utilities usually in America, you know, do come down over a period of years or decades. So it's very difficult for price increases, but all all the carriers have increased price. And so what does that mean? You have more churn, right? And you have to find ways to be more creative on how to get things built. So if we just say, for instance, that the inflation rate is 10%, right? 10%, what does that mean for a carrier? So if your capital builds, you know, 15 billion and it's 10% inflation, it costs you $1.5 billion. So actually now you're only going to do, if you just subtract the $1.5 is simple math. Yeah. Now you're only going to do $13 billion worth of projects. What does that mean? That we're going to have areas within the network that don't get the coverage or densification that needs to be done through the build or fiber or any of those other kinds of projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, and then on top of that, when you look at, you know, we talked in previous episodes about how, uh, Verizon AT and T in particular spent was it eighty nine billion dollars on that C band spectrum that they're leveraging for five G deployment right now. Well, they used a lot of debt to pay for that spectrum to pay that eighty nine billion. Well, guess what? Going forward over the next two years, they got to start servicing that debt at a higher interest rate due to inflation. So that's that much less money out of their pocket that they're going to be able to use for a continued capital build because they got to start paying more to service that debt that they invested in that spectrum. Right. So it's like you push in a part and some pops out somewhere else. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, other areas for them is, so they, you know, they're bulk buyers of products to build the network, you know, and so a carrier sets up wholesale pricing and, and, you know, and there's lead times on products. And so would you buy that product in the, in the past and you live in an inflationary state because we're not, we're not at the end of the inflationary state by any means in our industry. 
Their Fed's still raising rates as of last week. You know, their target's five some percent. But what does that really mean? It means that the products you bought six months ago, the price to deliver them is extremely difficult and extremely higher now. So not only do you have the base inflationary rate on what you can do less because your money goes not as far, you have also have these other costs. So truly across the industry, you know, we could be down 20 some percent that it costs more to do the work and the carriers can't get that many projects. So then they have to do the hard thing, right? They have to decide what's important, what's important for the network growth, what's important to their customers and clients. So the carriers are in a real predicament right now. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I think we've seen and in the market and the broader side, who uses the carriers networks where all the Fab Five companies have really taken a beating. The Facebooks of the world, the Netflix, the Amazon, all of those companies, inflation is infecting those models, which less revenue is going to those folks. So I think from a carrier perspective, you know, they're they're they had these plans that they decided to do a year or two ago when the economy was in a different state. Now they're having to modify the build and the plan of what's going forward. It's a tricky situation to be in. And guess what? All the suppliers of the carriers now need more money because labor's up, fuel's up, everything's up. And it costs more money to do it. One of the things we should talk about labor inflation when it's when it's based on labor efficient, it doesn't mean that the just because you're paying more for labor, that it's more efficient and you get more done. Right. It just costs more. And so we're not getting, you know, so if we had a 20 percent increase in salary in labor, it doesn't mean we're getting a 20 percent increase in productivity. Right. Yeah. So it's it's a really nasty problem. Yeah. And to your point, the carriers costs are all going up, but their revenues per customer are actually typically going down. When you look at the inflation rate of cellular service over the last 10 years, it's not inflationary. It's deflationary. We all are paying less and less on an annual basis for the same service or better service. I think there was a, a blip in 2020 of like a 2% inflation rate. In 2021, there was a, a 1.75% inflation rate increase on cellular service. But this year so far, it's down seven tenths of a percent in price. So they're not making more money from us as carry, as users to offset their increasing costs. So that's got to be a, a challenge for them. Yeah, it's a, it's a, you're now they're now being presented the zero sum game. What choice do we, what, what is the choice that we make in the network infrastructure that's the least of all evils? What can we, well, you know, and I think we have to jump over how inflation, you know, is affecting the suppliers. Mm-hmm. Because even though if you're a carrier and you decide, hey, it's an inflationary state, I should do something, it doesn't mean the materials and raw materials are there for you to choose that path. And I think more particularly, like what I mean by that is, what if you decided, hey, you know, I think I'm better off to go ahead and build fiber during this inflationary environment and build the core part of the network? Well, there's no there's no guarantee that you can get the amount of fiber or products that you need to build fiber right now. I had a few conversations with our, you know, the major suppliers in the industry. I won't drop any names, but these guys do, what, 70% of all material delivery for most of the wireless infrastructure. Uh, they've seen increases of 30% in pricing increases from their suppliers. I think the pandemic is a, it's a perfect tsunami, as they say, caused supply chain issues, which now 
are coupled with inflationary raw material price increases based on inflation. And, you know, they have long lead times on products. They told me that, for instance, say you wanted a, I don't know, a super high count fiber and you put that order in, by the time it gets manufactured and delivered, that price could have changed multiple times. Not only in the price to manufacture, which is also under inflationary pieces, but also the price in freight and raw materials to deliver. We've all seen the prices in diesel fuel, right? We've all seen the prices in, you know, in how freight's delivered. Mm-hmm. So you built a budget, you had a plan, <laughs> In a perfect world, by the time it starts to come together, you're way over budget. You only get half your products. And so I think that that's something that's not talked about. And, and, and it's a inflationary piece is that when you set out and build a project plan, which that's what Vertex does, right? We, we build project plans and we make the assumption in those plans that we can get readily, you know, materials to build the network. But when those things start to delay, say that you get 92% of all the products you need to build a a cell site or a data center, but the other 8% have long lead times of 10 months. So then you start to deal with cost overruns, change orders, and delays in overall delivery. And those delays, those, those people who have those people, you know, the workers out there building the network. They have more labor costs, more fuel costs, so they can't afford multiple trips to a site, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's starting to now daisy chain into a really weird environment where for most of the businesses, you're starting to see lower EBITDA, compressed margins. And it's not because you did anything wrong. It's just the cost of doing those things and the time mm-hmm. to get those done have changed, you know, drastically. Yeah, we've become way less efficient. You know, all these years of becoming a more finely tuned machine on, on how we get, um, you know, time to market has all backfired on us. And now we're having to redeploy, demobilize, remobilize. It, it, that all costs money. And of course, it costs time. And, and the other thing is when that time happens for the carriers, for example, they've committed capital dollars to put something in the ground. Let's say it's the tower. And then now when they're having to wait 10 months for that fiber in your example, They've now got capital in the ground for 10 months, at which point it's not generating revenue, right? So that just that delay of non-working capital is huge to their balance sheets. It, it's a significant impact to their financials on their balance sheets as well. So, I mean, it, it comes at, at us from so many different directions. It's really hard to, to wrap your he- head around like all of the dynamics and how that really impacts us, right? Yeah, it doesn't help that we you know, we haven't had a lot of experience in our market. You know, me and you, we've talked on numerous occasions that in the wireless has been such a dynamic industry since the mid-90s that even through the other recessionary times, we haven't seen impacts like we're starting to see now. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, we're coming up on the potential of a recession coupled by inflation and supply chain issues. And so the industry will be tested you know, through it. And I think for the contractor out there and the guys who are the specialty contractors who are doing all the stuff, they're just trying to shake their head and say, hey, what what do we do here? Mm-hmm. We can do price increases somewhat, but we can't do price increases every month, every two months mm-hmm. to keep up with it. And so, you know, that is a, di- that is a dilemma. So one good example in some data center projects, since some of the big lead items now have long deliveries, 
normal data center projects for us, we were doing like 10 months. Now they're being delayed 12, 14, 16, 18 months. And Dan, you know, one of the things that me and you talked about before is that you, this is not counting delays in the local jurisdiction getting permits, zoning, and all those things done. You have to add those on there. And then those municipalities are also struggling with labor inflation. That's right. Right? Because they have even a tighter constrained budget versus what we do. So we've seen it, we've seen it hit and start to hit the municipality level for approvals. We're starting to see it hit in equipment. We're starting to see it just labor force. And, you know, and we need the infrastructure to roll off 5G. Right. You need to do network augmentation in order to have that technology be adopted. Right. Yeah. But I, I think it's not all doom and gloom from the standpoint no. of these challenges are forcing everyone in the in the in the life cycle to get more innovative, to get more creative, to figure out ways to do things more efficiently. So you talk about, for example, the permitting side of things. Well, mm-hmm. everyone's gotten smarter about how permits get filed, how they get processed, doing things in batches instead of one at a time. So, you know, these challenges in the long run, I think are going to be very beneficial for all of us because we're we're figuring out more efficient ways to do things. We're figuring out some of those suppliers you've talked about that we won't name. They've come up with some pretty genius ways or or even some some brute force ways to to preclude ongoing supply chain, right? They've figured out ways to to cut some lead times out and to create a little bit of predictability as much as they can. Oh, for sure. And I agree with you. It kind of makes you, you know, if you're a business owner like myself, you know, it makes you look at your internal processes. You try to get more an employee, you, you work on process flow and employee efficiency. You look at different software applications that maybe this helps us and reduces the amount of people that we need. And, you know, and you you really look at the world a little different and you stick to your yearly budget Mm. and you kind of work your business that way. And so I agree. I still think, you know, the opportunity. Well, here's let's talk about one thing in inflationary recessionary times. It's harder to enter into the ecosystem to be a vendor when inflation's high, labor's high, materials are high. You need a lot of capital. So for us players who have been around a long time, it usually presents a lot more opportunity because there's not as many competitors flooding into the market to compete against you for the work and the labor, you've, you know, your history. So that's, you know, that's definitely, um, I guess, uh, something optimistic to look at. We think, you know, that we're seeing more opportunities on the horizon for 2023. And, you know, we have some really good competition in, in the top three carriers that we haven't seen in a long time. And so, I mean, you know, there is, there are a lot of opportunities out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, we touched on it when we talked about um, how 5G deployments were going this year, the first half of the year were challenging, right? We were all really overwhelmed by this inflation. We're all really overwhelmed by, by supply chain. And this second half of the year, we've gotten some momentum in the industry, and that momentum is pretty strong right now to to round out the year. And and we talked about that last episode that that we you and I predict that momentum is going to carry straight through January, straight into Q1, Q2, and next year, which typically seasonally is a, a bit of a slowdown in our industry, where everyone kind of pauses, takes takes a breath, replans for the next year, 
and then things start ramping up again. And, and you and I both feel like it's just going to go pretty steadily now that we've got this momentum right through the end of the year and into the, the beginning of the next calendar year. So I, I actually feel like, you know, the impact of 5G rollout that inflation is having is it's less unknown now. We kind of all know it's there coming into this next year. Is it going to impact us? Yeah, but it's going to be more predictable and we're going to be smarter about how we deal with it than we were first half of 2022. Would you agree with that? A hundred percent. Yeah. No, I, I think it's carrying a lot of good momentum and and a lot of the supply chain issues that happened in 21, you know, early part of 20 have worked themselves through. We don't have a lot of shipping issues anymore. A lot of the raw materials that come from all over the, the world. It's interesting, you know, if we look, and I think this is an important keynote to talk about inflation in the wireless space, is that, you know, where does inflation come from? And I'm not I'm not an economic scholar in any way. I'm just a business owner for multiple decades, right? And, and you look, and so the government created the Broadband Act. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that's $200 billion of capital to bring rural broadband across America. Is that that's correct, right? Yeah, it's uh, part of the quote unquote Inflation Reduction Act. <laughs> <laughs> what did that do? So let's talk about that for a minute. We joked around about the capital spend for the major carriers for decades, it's eighty billion dollars. And where does that money come from? That comes from private investors across the world who invest in the telecom companies to build their network. All of a sudden, Uncle Sam drops two hundred billion dollars into the market. Well. Those carriers in the in the tier ones and tier twos, you know, not just the Verizon of the world, they were already struggling to find resources and labor to build out prior to this act. You throw another two hundred billion onto it, that creates an inflationary environment. So regardless of what anybody says, right? And that really hasn't started hitting the market yet. I mean, you're just now starting, starting to, to grant right? but it's not really. You, know, you haven't seen a lot of shovel to dirt yet on those, those dollars. And I, that's where we're really going to start seeing that in 2023. You know, and I, I've made some predictions, which will probably not come true knowing my luck, but but I think we're going to start seeing shortages in things like heavy equipment, right? Because this infrastructure spending is not just in telecom either, by the way, it's in, it's in utilities, right? Gas and uh, electric, um, you know, pipes in the ground and, all of the same things we use to put fiber in the ground, for example, for 5G or towers in the air for 5G are also being used for all those other infrastructure projects on top of the $200 billion. So there's a limited supply of you know bulldozers, trenchers, backhoes. You know, we haven't seen a shortage of those kinds of things quite so much. I kind of won't be surprised if coming into 23, we're going to start seeing a shortage of those kinds of things that are needed to get these jobs done because of that infrastructure spending. Yeah, and you have a good point. You know, one of the things I think we're going to do an episode on is to fix wireless assets. Mm-hmm. You know, how what does that mean in a lot of places? And and it is the carriers are jumping into fiber to the home, mm-hmm. and they, they need more uh, you know resources to do that. So I think you know that is the unknown unknown right now. Right? How will that money? Because it came from I don't want to say it was it's taxpayer dollars mm-hmm. or debt, right? But it came out of the blue. And it has a substantial impact on all of the industries that it touches, to your point. Yeah. And, you know, and it, so we're going to we're going to deal with that. And at a point in time, you know, if, if we are if we are going to see a recession, the consumer is not going to have the dollars to pay the extra fees to raise rates where companies need to be. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I was looking at, um, oh, what was it? Oh, the wireless brief, you know, Jim's doing that every mm-hmm. week, you know, and he, he, some of the, some of the other carriers looming down 50, some, some percent year mm-hmm. year, you know? And so these companies are really going to be tested during this time on, on how they deploy capital. I think across the whole ecosystem, uh, what comes out of this, I think more efficient, more efficiencies, you know, you look for more efficiencies. How do you do things with less? How do you get more, more done? How do you plan more effectively? You know, you have to do a lot more planning before you decide to go do something. So you make sure that you can get a hundred percent there and not 90%. Right. Yeah. I think it's, it's good to reflect back on this. I think it's been a, a, quite a learning experience for, for me. And I think a lot of us this year, uh, cause like you said, as experienced as we think we we've been in this industry for all these, these decades, definitely a unique set of circumstances this, this last year. And, and I think going forward into the next few years, though, by the way, speaking of that infrastructure spending, I think one silver lining in that is going to be that a lot of those dollars, those $200 billion are being spent to bridge the digital divide and build infrastructure and capital in very rural parts of our country. I think we're going to see an economic impact in a positive way for some of these depressed rural areas because there's going to be a lot of work being done in these rural areas. So those local communities, I'm hoping we'll see a bit of a bump in terms of uh, an improved economy for them, even if it's short-lived, in terms of worker salaries, jobs to help support a lot of this effort. You know, even if it's folks like, you know, people from Vertex that are traveling to these rural parts of the country, they're going to spend dollars in that Holiday Inn in, you know, the middle of Iowa, whatever the case might be. So I, I do think that we'll see, you know, there's two sides of the coin for sure. And, and there'll be some upside to a lot of this as well. Oh, I, I 100% agree. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of the country we learned because of the pandemic that are not connected and we need to get people connected. Mm-hmm. To your to your point, having that connectivity brings different employment opportunities, different career, different business growth in it. So it's a, and yeah, you know, still an exciting time. It's just it's good to talk about something that's on the mind. I think today we're um, you know we have a midterm election coming up. You know, I think part of that, you know, I think on a lot of people's mind and consumers are in, is inflation. So it's good timing for us to chat chat about it. We can always follow up the first quarter next year, and I'll let you know how I've seen it kind of play out over the next two quarters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for all the guys out there and they're doing all the work and working through this, man, our hearts are with you. It's, it's not an easy thing to do as a business owner is to deal with an inflationary, unstable environment, whether it's supply chain, inflation, or labor crisis. So, you know, we're with you, and, you know, we're – we're beating down the door to make sure that we can do our best to figure out what's next. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks. Thanks for, uh, for letting us inside a little bit into your world, Wayne, and, and sharing your experiences. And I think it's, uh, you know, it's beneficial for, for a lot of our listeners and, uh, definitely would love to hear from, from those listening to this episode. If you have tales that add to the story, engage with us on 5gguys.com, uh, all the social media channels or that, whether that be LinkedIn, Facebook, or, or Twitter, uh, you can find us everywhere and love to engage with you guys. Give us your feedback. And, uh, there may be more to this story in a second part to this episode. So we will, we will see. So thanks Wayne. All right. Take care. Thanks. Dan. Right. See you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the five G guys. 
For more resources and to connect with Dan and Wayne, check out their website at 5gguys.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit that follow button and share this episode with your friends and family. 